Josh Cast, dun, 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 oh, it's the podcast that just won't die. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, there is probably not enough preparation dun, 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 that I'm doing to really make this the kind of podcast dun, 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 that gets really popular. Dun, 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 dun. Josh Cast, dun, 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 dun. yeah. Ah, uh, my my throat is killing me. Uh, we'll start there. I hope it doesn't mean I'm getting sick. Um, just there's a lot of uh, tenderness in my throat um, from all of the, uh, uh, I don't know what the sobbing I guess I was doing yesterday. Um, but is it, I, I don't want to alarm anyone because it was, I feel like it was normal, like it was the traditional level of Christmas Day sobbing that I usually do. Uh, it was well within the established norms of if you, if you take all my past Christmas sobs, um, I'd say it was you know uh, pretty standard uh, as far as uh, like I don't think we're in a crisis level of sobbing. It was a nice you know nice familiar uh, uh, relatively uneventful sob of uh, loneliness that uh, I think uh, uh, was you know pretty much in line. With the with where the trending is going, I think extrapolate it's it, it, within the extrapolations. Uh, it, it fell within along the predictive normatives, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, there was not there was no the margin of error on where I predicted I would be sobbing uh, uh, and where I actually and how much sobbing I actually did. Pretty, lined up pretty close. Lined up pretty close. I should uh, if I had I, I should apply that kind of. Uh, you know, if if I'm that accurate when it comes to polling the next presidential election, we'll be in good shape. So uh, that that was going on. Maybe the sobbing causes my throat to hurt. I'm not sure. Why was I sobbing? Uh, because uh, I am uh, really lonely. Uh, but at at the same time, it's uh, it's so nice that I can choose where and what to watch. That's my dilemma. It's on the. I have. I feel like I have to choose between um, a a meaningful relationship and uh, Doctor Who. I'd and I'm sure there's a way I can have both. It just. I just. I, I'm. I'm afraid that that's not possible. That's where I'm at. Um, I do want to connect with someone on a deeper level. Um, and I want us to, you know, make the kind of love that um, is not too physically taxing. Because let's be honest, I'm not, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm no, uh, I'm, I'm no gymnast. Um, you know, I think just if we can keep it simple, that's really all I need. Uh, but then, see, that's the problem. I'm thinking about my needs. What about her needs? Now my fear is that she wants someone who can, you know, lift her up in the shower. And I was saw they had a uh, they had a device that you could uh, put in your shower, little suction cups, uh, and attached to the suction cup is like a grip. So that way, uh, it uh, I saw somebody posted this on Facebook. Actually, it's a, a way for you to have sex in the shower. It's it's a grip so that you can hold on and you can brace yourself. And all I can think of is, you know, it's got to be awkward for the house guest taking that shower, knowing what those are. Uh, you're alone in the sh- just you and the grips and knowing, you know, what may have transpired. That's the tough part. Uh, 
Although probably the best thing to do would be to be sure, for those of you who have shower grips, uh, take the shower grips off before the guest arrives because you want them to feel... Uh, well, then then again, they're going to see the little circle where the suction cup was, and they're going to put two and two together. So leave it up. You know what? Leave it up. Why be ashamed? Transition, 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 transition. So this is uh, a scene from uh, the Star Wars movie A New Hope that I think should be put back into... A New Hope. I think they need to do another edit of A New Hope. And this is the scene where they're talking about, they're briefing all of the uh, X-Wing pilots towards the end of the movie where they, they have the Death Star plans and they're showing them the plans and they're saying, you know, these are the Death Star plans. And the person explaining the plans will say, these, these plans, many people died for these plans and I want to feel like we should take a moment to tell you the story of the people who got these plans. They were led by the heroic Jin Urso. And then one of the X-Wing pilots says, we don't have time for this. We don't, it doesn't matter. We don't, we don't need the backstory. We just need to know how to blow the thing up. I'm sorry, we don't have time. Write it down and email us later. But we really don't, we don't need to hear it. I'm sure it was very sad. I'm sure they all died. But we, we don't have time for this. We really just, just shoot the little hole. Got it. That's all we need. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Force is with us. Thank you. Let's go. May the force be with us. Let's go. Transition, transition, transition. See, this is why my throat hurts. I'm shouting. Shouted that last whole thing. Um, that's all I need to that. Uh, transition, 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 transition. So I'm reading uh, a Huffington Post article about Rex Tillerson. Uh, by the way, when y you are in charge of ExxonMobil... Your first name must be Rex. There can be no other name than Rex Tillerson. That's the perfect first name. Uh, which is why, uh, just to be safe, I'm going to name my child Direct Democracy. And that will basically force them out of any of those kinds of jobs. They'll be That, that, that right there is going to guarantee, um, at best, a novelist, and at worst, a, a, an elementary school English teacher. But, that's, but by God... His name will be Direct Democracy. Anyway, reading Huffington Post about Rex Tillerson. And the article alleges... and it, I, like, I like the Huffington Post. Uh, sometimes I'm concerned when I read the Huffington Post. First of all, here's what I like about the Huffington Post. They really... Like, they really do a good job trying to figure out how to scare me. I mean, it's really... It is profound. I like, they... When they think of a good headline, they're like, no, 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 you know... We could just say what happened, but no, let's let's put enough of a spin on it to give uh, to give the Jew a heart attack. Let's do that. They're p profoundly good at that, really good at that. And uh, I uh, I think they the I I think the Huffington Post should make a horror movie. I think that would be really scary, whatever that horror movie is. And no, there would be no monsters, nothing. It would be um, essentially what's happening. That's probably what they would just do. And uh, But it would be the scariest horror movie ever. Um, Huffington Post. They should write, direct, and star in the horror movie. And that that's it right there. Huffington Post article on Rex Tillerson. So, the angle of the story, basically, is that ExxonMobil has known for years that climate change is man-made. And that they have been spending billions of dollars on um, a campaign of misinformation uh, attempting to say that climate change 
uh, didn't exist. And then there, I, I think in in the in the early the 2006, I, th- I believe there was a pivot, or a, a sort of a pivot, or a discussion of well, maybe we shouldn't say that climate change doesn't exist. Maybe we should start saying that, you know, maybe it exists, or it does it sort of exists, or. Man, climate change exists, and oh, hey, look, it's candy, and and we go on our way. Uh, and they they started saying, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put some money towards coming up with alternate fuel. And they, I think, walked over to to a uh, a little boy, and they gave him ten bucks to make an easy bake oven, and that was their contribution to clean energy or something along those lines. Uh, the thrust of it is that. They are not, uh, while claiming to be interested in the climate, they don't care. I think that's I think that's the thrust of what the article was saying. Um, and what's weird is that I just, why don't they just say that? They should just come out and say we we don't we don't care we don't care. I mean we know the climate change we know oh yeah we know we know the climate change is real we we just don't care we don't care. We love meat and we love our SUVs. Mm mm that's a good eating. I think Rex Tillerson also, he, I think one of the things he said was he's happy with uh, clean energy because uh, the more wind turbines they make, the more they're going to have to lubricate it with Exxon oil. And, uh, you know, I'm just sitting there going, ah, uh, I hate it when you're right. Ugh. Mm. Uh, and that's, that's what's so frustrating is that I feel like no matter what I do, uh, Somehow I'm destroying the earth. That's no matter what I do, I'm destroying the earth. That's what it feels. That is exactly what it feels like to me. No matter what I do, I am destroying the earth. I was thinking, well, what if I, you know, what if I just walk? Well, these shoes, rubber, rubber trees, rainforest. Fuck you, Josh. See, I'm destroying the earth. All right, what if I? Uh, uh, actually, I will say though, the one thing I am doing to the environment, not having a life, is really helping. I don't drive anywhere. Um, I don't, I don't, uh, uh, interact with other people, which usually involves, uh, money and resources. I'm, like, my, the fact that I'm lonely and horrible with women, I, how many rainforest trees have I saved by not having sex? I, I want to say at least five. This is the end of the podcast, the end of the podcast, and the children sing and the children play. This is the end of the podcast.